All right, guys. Can you hear it? It's like time for war. It is war. Uh, and we're at war on many fronts right now. Uh, they are panicking. They are freaking out. They are all in. And so are we. There might be a possibility. Um, I won't be doing a show tomorrow. There might be a possibility. Might. This is a big might. And if I'm not, I'm going to let you know why not tomorrow. So I won't know until after the show. It's really important. And um, all of you would have no problem. And, you know, I'll make it up. You know, I'll make it up. So, indeed, the world is on fire right now. We have uh, a big attack, incoming attack coming in uh, from the left, from the whole planet, really. Uh, you know, we <laughs> we are at that point. It's a present, you know. And so what we have to remember is who President Trump is. And uh, I found this video. I saw this video that all moved me. And, you know, I like concise moving video audio uh, because one thing we have to understand is human beings, uh, you are equipped to uh, use all your senses in order to comprehend uh, notions and in order to make memories. We remember things when we have other senses stimulated, kind of like apple pie. You know what it looks like, but most of you remember what it smells like. When you study and you chew gum, if you take a test while you chew gum, you'll do better. So there's a science to that. So I think that this one will tickle all your senses. Um, take a listen. Yes by Rudyard Kipling. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you but make allowance for their doubting too, if you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies or being hated, don't give way to hating and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to, broken, and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools, if you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and booze and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but are none too much. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with sixty seconds worth distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And 
which is more, will be a man, my son. I'm not crying, you're crying, right? That was so touching. I saw this and I was just like, what? Family man, that was super, like, it spoke to me too. And I'm sure it spoke to you on your endeavors. What the president has done now is shown the world what's there. He's been slandered. He's been drugged through the mud, taking his words twisted and there's enslaving individuals with twisted thought and my anger because I get very angry it's not so much directed at these evil people because that is what I expect from them I am more angered that they have used me or my voice and, and I'm speaking in general right I'm sure the president feels the same I'm sure you felt the same in your life that they use the words to entrap others to create a narrative and change our perception that that is where the anger comes from that is where it is i mean the patience you know a lot of people were like well if you have you know so much and everyone lay it out i'm not to cast the stone i will cast it though publicly when you're causing harm to others. And this is what the president is doing too. He's telling you everything. I'm not him by no means. He is carrying a cross that is so huge to bear. And what we need to do is be those people to bear it with him and usher this to completeness. This is where we have won and they are trying to take back our victory and we're not going to let them. You know, I have been, I am someone that will not hold tongue, especially when I see people taking so much good and enslaving people. And it's not their fault. They have been conditioned. I want to be angry. I want to take them, throttle them, smack them. I can't do that. I can't. Because it's like yelling at someone for not being able to walk when they have no legs. You know, you want... To, to, to just do that, but you can't. Evil people, oh, dime a dozen. Those that don our TVs and our feeds, talk, 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 talk. You know, I got so pissed off yesterday with all these experts. Oh, I know this, and I'm looking through this, and I did this, and I'm looking for this, and it's like, stop. We're all supposed to be working together. Where were you in 2019 when they were stealing the elections, when they were testing it? Nowhere. So now today, what I thought, first of all, I wanted to tell you that we had a um, a helicopter go down uh, with five American troops killed in Egypt. That is uh, something that happened today, which is curious. We'll find out what that is. Um, in addition, in addition, in addition, um, Erdogan's son-in-law actually quit. He quit as finance minister, like boom. And that's his son-in-law. I'm telling you, Erdogan's going down before Putin and you're going to see it happen. Uh, so that's, that's happening too. So I don't want us to lose sight of the bigger picture. You know, I stand on the moon. I watch things. I just wanted to, uh, share that with you so that you understand. Um, now, uh, there is so much vitriol going on right now with people 
trying to utilize, see, this is the end of the line. This is where the golden age begins or ends. And I can tell you now that in the end, this is how the story ends pretty much. God wins. They do not win. And the future, even though it's solid that in the end God wins, is dependent on you, dependent on me, dependent on your neighbor, dependent on the person that just put a chat before you, dependent on the tweet that came right through your feed, the Facebook post, everything. It is dependent on you. And for those of you out there that believe that, well, I I believe we're losing this. They're doing this. They're talking. They're saying, oh, ye of little faith. We have done so much. Now, a lot of people are talking about Dominion software. It's not freaking software. Okay. It's not. It's not. It's a make of a machine. It is a make of a machine, period. It is not software. Now, as someone who has used the actual software, actually used all of it, I've explained to you what the hammer and how it works, right? No? Well, let me explain it to you. Let me repeat some phrases that I've said throughout the years. Well, I heard Schiff. He was wiretapping the president. They were talking about it. They set it up with the Ukraine call. How did I hear him? How did I monitor him? How did I see his emails? How did I see his texts? Oh, right. Because that software, right, was centered in Europe. How did I see their text? How do I see their Zooms? How do I, well, not now, then, legally, it's a private thing. And who can have access to that? Anyone who pays. So if Bill Gates wants to tap in, he's paid his price, he gets in there. Putin, the Chinese, the who, Merkel, the queen, you name it. CEO of Daimler and Chrysler. What about the CEO of Mars Incorporated? You know, the foods, Johnson and Johnson, Pfizer, Glaxo, I mean, all these people, they have access to it. They will find everything there is to know about you. And then there's spinoffs, you know, little ones, little, little hammers, you know, like little sledges, like Clearforce and more that garner information in more discrete pathways. You know, how many times have you seen those dystopia future movies where corporations run everything? (laughs) Oh, it's just a movie. That'll happen in the future. I'm sorry. It happened in 1963 after they assassinated JFK. And you just didn't know it. And it's been happening and hiding and being obfuscated every single year, every single month, every single day. And we have been under the illusion that we're free people because their fears, their biggest fear is you. 
You are many. They are few. That's exactly how the United States was created. This is exactly how emperors have been overthrown. This is exactly how Rome collapsed. This is their fear. You. You are their fear. United. A united America is an unstoppable America. And while all of us would love to wear the war paint and go down there and pull them out by the hair from whatever seat and throne they sit. That's not the way we do it. Because in the end, we end up killing each other because that's what happens. I mean, remember the Civil War? The Civil War where everyone told you, oh, they're slaves, but, you know, it's so racist. You know, slaves exist in Haiti today, right? They just don't call them slaves. There's these uh, lower class people that are from poor families. And what happens is they give their kids to the richer household to live there and serve them. You know, servants. They have it in India. They have it everywhere. So these fake, fake, fake statements. We do not have legal slavery. I mean, there is illegal because we bring illegal migrants. But for some reason, everybody believes that we have slaves or that we should be punished for slavery when it's everywhere but here, legally, legally, right? Because illegal slaves, we do. Human trafficking, child trafficking, you know, poor people being abused by others, people being brought from other countries, snatching their passports and throwing them in a closet and saying, you're never going to leave now, right? So they have taught us lies, And they have made us to be ashamed of who we are because of a history that occurred at some point. Are you ashamed of the mistakes you've made? Maybe. But do they define you? No, they don't. Right? They have told you lies upon lines. These demagogues. Right? Because that's what they do. They take something that isn't nothing, make it a big deal, and then forget about it later. Biggest illusion there is. And you know what came to mind when I thought of that? Mm, A specific song came to mind. Um, Again, flexing my love for a specific group. Take a listen. Strange. Okay. So are we strange? (laughs) I mean, it's those strange ones that make a difference. It's those strange ones that think that they can do anything. It's those strange ones that have that bright idea that changed the world. It is those strange ones that really believe in the foundation of our nation. And it is those strange ones that ensure domestic tranquility. Uh, This is how you can understand where you're at. When you understand that people are strange and they're curious creatures and it only takes one thing, one turning point, one moment in time to change and crack the code. Just one, just one. But it also requires that people 
come to a cause with humility. You know, I was really, really upset yesterday with all these experts. I did the math. I figured this out. I'm looking at this and I'm like, shut up. I have at least three notebooks that I went through to do the math in 2019 when our president's position and our nation's future was not really hanging in the balance at all. And you were nowhere. You were busy tweeting about stupid things. Maybe your backsplash or sending things like, oh, okay. So I'm salty, super salty, super salty, but not because, well, yeah, no, it is because of their arrogance. It's let's stop that. We need to unite. A united America is an unstoppable America. We need that. You know, I'm, I'm glad that someone else also started a movement on those letters. Um, it's really important that we write to our president. We bypass the Senate and Congress. We get over their heads and we have tangible representation. We don't need to take on the streets. We don't need to spill blood. We don't need to cheat, lie, and try to make ourselves look like we're important because we are important. Every single one of us, you and I, equal. You and I have an equal share in this nation. One voice is not stronger than the other. One law does not apply to others and not to others. We are the same. Our voice has the same weight. This is what America is about. So that letter represents not only your freedom and your voice, but it also represents the equality we have as a nation of being a single voice. This is the importance. This is what we need to remember. We don't need uh, some, you know, fancy person to tell us what to do. We know what to do. We have the tools, don't we? We have the tools. We've got pen. We've got paper. We've got phones. We've got email. We've got internet. We've got, we've got so many weapons in our hands. So many weapons. Knowledge. Faith. Why are you surrendering them to other people? You've got it. You can walk down to your city council right now. You're not happy with what your governor's doing? Grab your state legislators. Grab them by the nose and say, get over here, dude. What are you doing? Well, you know, it's really hard. Guess what? I'm voting you out. And you know what? I'm going to take your place because you're a loser. You're spineless. You're not doing anything. We have the tools, guys. The most feared weapon, the thing that they fear the most is you. When you realize that you are the weapon, and this is why they demoralize you. This is why they tell you what to think. They tell you how to eat. They tell you how to walk, how to look, how to talk. Because if they control you, then you are denutralized, right? Demoralized, denutralized. You are the weapon. You are the storm. And it is important, (laughs) very important to embody that and understand it. Imagine our nation as a company. What makes Pelosi's shares in our nation stronger than yours? She's got one share, one voice. Why is it bigger than yours? Why? Because she's in elected office? Nope. She still has the same share. One. You have one. We're all equal. So what is it that they fear? They fear 
you. They fear you coming up. They fear you speaking out. They fear you using the tools that are available to you that you forfeited use of. Pen, paper, stamp, knowledge, speech, conversation, taking control of your local community, your local. If your local is sick, how do you expect to fix your federal? How do you build a house on a swamp? You can't. Okay. Maybe you think if you put a stilt here and a stilt there, it's still going to freaking collapse. It's going to rot. I don't give a crap what kind of engineer you are. At the end, the swamp will swallow your house. So what you need to do is fix the foundation. This is why I said after this election, the real work starts. This is why we need to go every single state and fix everything single state from the bottom, from the bottom, from the bottom. That is how you fix it. So before we get into what I'd like to talk about and showcase, I wanted to see what the news say. And the news is my president because he is the only one I listen to. Report. Dominion deleted 2.7 million Trump votes nationwide. Data analysis finds 221,000 Pennsylvania votes switched from President Trump to Biden. 941,000 Trump's vote deleted. States using Dominion voting systems switched 435,000 votes from Trump to Biden. Okay, stop. Now, this can be said through a whistleblower. I'm telling you it's more than that. That's nothing. What needs to be said is every single state was fixed. Not just Pennsylvania, not just Atlanta, not just North Carolina, not just Arizona, not just Nevada, not just Alaska, not just all of them. Every single one. The ones they knew that they would lose, they made it look a little bit like a... Why are they saying that this... I can't. What else is our president saying? Newsmax and OAN are great alternatives. Quite right. They've been a disaster since election day. Hey, old Fox News lover, goes to Newsmax. Suit yourself. Left Fox for Newsmax. Fox News is dead. Love that he's retweeting the weapons that he needs to make sure, understand just how strong. You think a nuke is big? You think a missile is big? (laughs) Wait till they see we the people. That's big. And they know it. And this is why they want to demoralize you and tell you you have no voice. This is why they're so brazen. So you can say, oh my gosh, I can't stop them. I can't stop them. If I can't stop them and he's not doing anything and there's no arrest, we're screwed. Maybe I should move. We're screwed. Like I said, the only person you need to listen to is your president. He will tell you everything and you don't even listen to me. Do not follow the news. Do not forfeit your mind to anyone. Anyone. Not one person. Trust your gut. I said that was important. I've been saying it for six months. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. (laughs) Barack Hussein Obama is writing a memoir. Barack Hussein Obama, who funded the Muslim Brotherhood and ISIS. I cut the checks, I know. Barack Hussein Obama, who was in Pakistan and Karachi, <laughs> loves the Pakistanis, really. 
in bed with Pakistani intelligence, really. So every single person we have in our intelligence community, hope they've been audited with their ISA, ISI contacts and the assets they have. That's pretty important and key. Now, our election. Our election has been used and abused, has been maimed completely. Now, I have... So with Millie Weaver, we solved this whole election thing in the sense that we figured out how the software goes and everything. So after 20 days of plowing, our first live was on uh, November 9th of 2019, where we were parsing it out. We were going through everything. We were moving it along. She made a report. And when Millie Weaver, the way she puts her reports is to condense it to the level of how would an average American hear it and how can we use it with citing public sources without people saying, or you're just making it up because you know, you're not Fox, you're not OAN, you're not a blue tech mark. So, and you're Infowars Millie. So yeah, we don't trust you. So how do we do it? It's by sourcing out publicly available information that you can verify yourself in order to learn yourself if you want it right now using all the math that I did, digging, 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 we found a way to package it in 30 minutes so people understand what they are doing. Now, this video, believe it or not, is titled, Will They Steal the 2020 Election? Oh my gosh, sounds like we were telling the world exactly what they were planning. Exactly what they were planning. So how were they going to steal it? Well, we went into the technical side of where they feed the ballots into the optical scanners, where they get counted, shuffled. I made diagrams. You're going to see them. We have them in this video. I don't know if we have all of it in this video. I made my own diagrams. We have all of that anyway. Um, I, I took it down to one math problem that unlocks the key of the algorithm. So I don't know if it's in this video. I haven't watched it since we put it together. It might be, it might not. So, um, and you know, obviously Millie herself, she was like, dude, you know, we have to like cite other things. We can't just cite you. And that's true. Cause people are like, I don't know her. Like, how do I know? Like, it's not like she invented email or anything to know her math. So, you know, <laughs> that's the way it is. So we, created a very parsimonious explanation and demonstration of what happened, how it happened. Um, try, you know, and Millie tries to keep it on a level where you don't have to be an expert to understand this. You don't have to um, pull in, right. You know, or be a mathematician and it go over your head. We try to make it so that you understand it. So this is the technical part because the way they were going to steal the election is by counting on creating more voters. I mean, right now they're trying to convince us that 160 million Americans voted and that's way over, I think, actual registered voters. So I'm just saying. So let's uh, take a listen to this. This is, again, from a year ago. Directed towards President Trump has backfired. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. For those of you watching at home, uh, that was not a bathroom break. That was actually a chance for the Democrats to go out and hold a press conference 
uh, ambassador for all the supposed bombshells that was that were in your opening testimony. Uh, we're going to continue our investigation. Uh, we are going to continue to pursue even after the documents. Even in the report, you're going to yes. Continue? Oh yes, the investigation isn't going to end. When you find yourself on the phone, like the Democrats did with the Russian pranksters offering you nude pictures of Trump, it might be time to ask yourself if you've gone out too far on a limb. And now, ABC News has learned the House Intelligence Committee has obtained audio and video recordings of President Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, and the president himself. It's Giuliani dressed in drag with Donald Trump. You know, you're really beautiful. Oh, you dirty boy! Oh, oh! This impeachment, whatchamacallit, has turned into a train wreck in slow motion. You would think that with the damn circular firing squad, their endless Pez dispenser of impotent candidates, along with your average liberals, hands down, providing the most prolific contributions to cringe fail compilations ever... How could President Trump and fellow Republicans not have a landslide victory in 2020? So, while we're all eating popcorn, watching the clown show in the House, electronic voting machines have been set up to rig the 2020 election. And when I say rigged, I mean like this. You've probably seen the three-card Monty before. The tosser tells you to follow a card as he mixes them up, then asks you to point out that card. That's the game everyone thinks they're playing. The first thing that happens, though, is the tosser executes a secret move to switch the cards before the game even begins. Instead of throwing down this card, you're throwing down the card over. So it looks like this card. Allow me to demonstrate for you how the 2019 Kentucky election was rigged. And if not rigged, at the very least, demands further explanation and investigation. Tonight, voters in Kentucky sent a message loud and clear for everyone to hear. I haven't had an opportunity yet to speak to Governor Bevan, but my expectation is that he will honor, he will honor the election that was held tonight. That he will help. Let me just say, I promise anyone from Kentucky being a wildcat myself, because I went to the University of Kentucky, I promise you we will remove him because he cheated and he knew he cheated. We will remove him because guess what? We're pulling down their pants. I mean, it's showing, but I think they need a little bit of help. I promise you this clown will be removed. Help us make this transition. With respect to our race, would it be would it be a Bevan race if it wasn't a squeaker? I mean, come on. I mean, really and truly, this is a close, close race. We are not conceding this race by any stretch. But more than anything else, we're challenging the media here today not to defend the Democrats as they normally do, but to get into their own investigation and see what they can actually find. Voter fraud needs to be cleared up. I mean, this issue needs to be cleared up and resolved. We need to have confidence in our process. I have heard many reports about irregularities, but I agree that uh, we need to find irregularities if it's in favor of the Democrats or the Republicans. Exactly. So why didn't we look at the irregularities? When Millie was down in Kentucky, she was put in a hot box by the guy that was fired or resigned, that was the head of the criminal investigations into election crimes. 
Yes, they did. They went there. She should talk about it more because she was in that hot box. Because when she told me she was going in, I was like, uh, she said, I walked in there and they had all the stuff that we had revealed on a board, you know, kind of like the crazy guy with the red string. And they were asking us questions. All they wanted to find out is where'd we get it from? It needs to be a fair uh, election that we can have uh, security in. How did a Kentucky college student, 1,000 miles away on election day, have a signature appear on his voting record in Kentucky that same day? On election day, November 5th, I was in Tampa, Florida for the entire day. Someone had voted under my name, signed my name, and that the clerk said that Someone had used my ID to get in. A North Dakota resident contacted the Kentucky Board of Elections to find out why herself and her immigrant husband were registered to vote in Kentucky this election. I'm sorry, what evidence do you have? Well, um, the evidence at this point is up to the Attorney General's office. We've gotten calls, emails, texts. Remember, that Attorney General that's now governor was the one that was supposed to remove me for the voter rolls. And I'm still on them. Just pointing that out. His hotline has over 130 complaints right now. So what we're wondering is, what is he doing with the evidence? There's plenty out there. Is he investigating it? Is anybody looking into this? Whether he's proceeding on this investigation, media reports indicate that Mr. Bashir's office responded by stating the office does not release information regarding investigations. Since our news conference Monday, we've been receiving information regarding voter fraud and potential election fraud, some of which we're going to share with you today. You can see from this image, you can confirm from online, you can't see it right now. The governor, Governor Bevin won every precinct in Bell County but one that he carried to county by roughly 61% of the vote. Yet, Governor Bevin lost amongst the advanced ballots by almost the same margin as he won the remainder of the county. We're not saying this is proof. We're saying this raises questions that deserve answers. In this first screenshot, we have um, Attorney General Bashir with 673,948 votes at this moment in the election. Governor Bevin at 662,235 at this moment in the election. So that put uh, Attorney General Bashir ahead 11,713 votes. We switch to this next image a moment later. You see where our vote totals have swapped, or our percent, not swapped, but our votes, our percentages have changed a little bit. That's because our numbers changed. But how did they change? This is what's interesting. Attorney General Bashir now has 674,508 votes. Governor Bevin has 661,600. Can you see what they call it? Key race. Key race. And did you see how that glitch just swapped the votes? 175 votes. That's a change of 650. Governor Bevin lost 560 votes. How do you lose votes on election day? I don't, I don't think that's possible. And then mysteriously, the 560 that he lost magically appeared in Attorney General Bashir's column. How does that happen? If the vote count is off by 5,100 or so approximately, it means about one full five. So someone said they did the same thing. Guys, they didn't do the same thing. It's a damn f- same software. <laughs> and they were using heart inner civic machines not Dominion. 
Same software. I've been saying it, but all these experts come out knowing what they're talking about rather than the people that actually covered this, cracked it, broke it, and put it there. And now people are going back to, oh, let's take a look. Let's take a look and let's see this. It's the exact same thing that happens all the time. I already said how it works. Like, what? Five votes per precinct. So imagine sitting there 12 hours uh having people vote and just two one or two have to be off to change the direction of this election x18 stonewalls our presenter today demanding more and more evidence that's their job to discover evidence they really are representing as they do almost all the time the democrat party what have you done to investigate this issue we've we've done both to do that you you never said a word about it what, what have you learned? We've actually been on the phone. Sure. Sure. There. And you were dead silent in the meeting on it. Because I have not found any wrongdoing. I have found errors. This is a reporter. This is your media. You see this face? That's a reporter. I didn't find any any wrongdoing. It just found errors. Errors. Errors, you say. They're all in on it. All of them. And we were there telling you this is this was the dry run. We said it. This is the dry run. Everyone look. We spent weeks on this. We were talking about it weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and whatever, right? Because, you know, um, Millie's InfoWars and who's Tori again? Not a blue check mark. Don't know her. I think that should be investigated further. I think what you find out is that there are errors on the and then have there been any irregularities here from what you've been reporting and seeing so not that i've seen i think that they will probably end up finding a few votes here and there that we can pretty much break down and, and call um, clerical errors by clerks. These numbers are entered by hand. Um, this is a very normal thing that happens every election cycle. Software like this is installed in more than 30 states. If someone tampers with it or it just malfunctions, then the wrong people can win elections. If that happens, hundreds of representatives, judges, and other officials may hold offices they are not elected to. We know there was individual anomalies and issues and, and um, complaints, but there is also data flow. And, and um, I think we need to have, make sure that the integrity includes not only from the moment you fill in your paper ballot, but once you leave and you go home and we all start watching this information flow, that that information is sound. If you go to the Kentucky Board of Elections' own website where everything looks normal, notice here in the URL bar, this is a Kentucky.gov website. And at the bottom, you can see this page is officially owned by the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Now watch this. If you click on Kentucky election results and look at the URL bar, you see something very different. Notice it says clarityelections.com. If we inspect the elements of the page, we see that election night reporting was conducted by Seidel. If we scroll down and look, we see who owns the page, Seidel.us. Who is Seidel? Un video? Un poquito? 
para probar eso. Luego tienes que probar que puedes vender ese producto. There are people that are in favor of using internet voting since they think that it can improve the democratic process. Uh, for instance, e-participation that can uh, enhance the decision making of, of governments. According to their client page, they tally the votes for the most prestigious elections worldwide, from the countries within the EU to the EU itself, to corporations like McDonald's and various state elections in the United States, such as Kentucky. McDonald's has their own elections. We literally have an offshore company counting our votes. Talk about foreign interference. Encryption is instrumental to electronic communication and financial transactions to protect the security of privacy and authentication. The development of digital ciphering led to the use of trap doors. A trap door strongly resists cryptanalysis by anyone not in possession of trap door information used in the design of the cipher. Now that's what I cracked with what we had. I got the math. I did it. I found it. I had it. I gave it. I gave it to Chuck Grassley. I emailed him. I faxed him. He had it. Why didn't we mitigate? Some might say, well, who knows? Maybe we did. This is important. You know, this is very, 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 very important. We put it there. And more than half of you didn't even know that we did. More than half of you. Trapdoor, that's a blind spot. Wait, Millie did Millie and Gavin did a great job putting it down. Because while I was explaining, Millie was like, damn, you and Gavin get this because you're mathematician, physicist. You guys know this stuff. You dabble in your string theories and your predictive analytics. Millie doesn't. Millie doesn't. And we had to break it down to a point so you can understand it. So now you understand that when they're telling you that there is no internet connection, they're lying, 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 because this is how they update. AP has a direct tap to who? CIDL. Why does a foreign company give the results of our elections to the press before the county has it? That's what's up. Now, here's a quick cryptography lesson. The fact that election data is being transmitted over the Internet requires encryption. Therefore, the software and operating systems used by CIDL in the Kentucky election has encryption trapdoors. And whoever possesses the trapdoor and keying information has a backdoor into the system. This allows the designer to break the system after he has sold it to the client, and yet falsely to maintain his reputation as a builder of secure systems. Swaying the outcome in a favorable direction So who had the key, guys? That's my, that's what I want to know. And I know a guy who knows a guy. And we can find exactly who the guy was. That's what's up. See, we did this last year. Last year, while everyone was sleeping, we did this last year. Last year. There is no such thing. No such thing as randomizing. 
So she goes into it more because this is one of her long videos. You know, Millie doesn't like to do big, long reports, but it was really, really hard. And, you know, Gavin and I were sitting there doing the math and, and we were trying, you know, how do you, Gavin is an extraordinary physicist. I mean, you know, I love math. I've said that's like my superpower is predictive analytics. I speak ones and zeros. I'm, I tell you that all the time. I speak ones and zeros. So we're sitting there putting it down. And she's like, how do we deliver it to the people so they understand without needing a degree? Most people can probably do algebra. How do we explain it? So hopefully you can walk away with this and understand when I say, where were you in 2019 when this happened? We gave you the cipher. We gave it to you. We did. We told you, it even says, will they steal the 2020 election? ...within a reasonable margin. This was evident in documents sent to me from a whistleblower regarding the Kentucky 2019 election. Forensic investigators who examined the leaked documents saw evidence that suggested manipulation of vote counts. However, due to encryption, the logs from the computers used to process the total vote counts would need to be seen to see if the totals were manipulated before being transmitted to the Board of Elections. This is Millie Weaver. I just delivered to the governor's office documents that a whistleblower sent me on Friday alleging election fraud in Kentucky. These documents were so concerning that I decided to come down here and deliver it to the governor himself. Now that the governor has these documents, I hope that this will spark some kind of reaction and investigation into these very concerning documents that were leaked. There is not any real sense of transparency with how the voting process works. And the more people look into this, and this is nothing new. HBO did a documentary on this uh, 13 years ago, I think back in 2006. And um, what you're going to see is that we do not have checks and balances. And that whether you are a liberal or a conservative, whether you vote one way or the other, we should make sure that we have integrity in the election process when it's 100% digital and electronic to make sure that people have confidence because if the people lose confidence in their ability to actually know that the vote they cast is the one that was tabulated for the person they intended it to be for, if we lose that ability, I don't care for ideology, we lose something in America that is the uniqueness of our nation. Since some of our elections are outsourced to private companies who further outsource to foreign companies to aggregate, encrypt, and tally our votes, the election data becomes proprietary. This is why when you request such information from the county, they write you back and tell you, sorry, that's proprietary, we can't give to you. Why is it people are always interested in things that are none of their business? Getting that crucial data would only be possible through subpoena. Good luck on that one. The two companies that own and operate the electronic voting machines in Kentucky, Harp Enterprises and Hart InterCivic, conveniently can 
prove that their system gives a perfect recount and that the encryption works. The Texas Secretary of State has received several reports of people having problems when voting straight ticket. It's specifically related to the Hart Eastlake machines. The Secretary of State's office saying people reported the machine changed one or more of their selections to a candidate from a different party. However, they cannot prove that their system gives an honest recount, that neither they nor anyone else has access to potentially hidden functions, whereby votes could be manipulated or swapped in and out with scripts completely undetected. Not to mention the owner of both Harp Enterprises and Hart InterCivic has an exclusive contract to furnish systems, custom software, computer equipment, consulting, etc. with the entire Commonwealth of Kentucky. Did I mention they print the ballots too? Gee, I wonder why they can guarantee that the recounts will be the same as the first count. One of the problems that we have is, okay, how can we ensure that the encryption process is really providing contents of these votes and it's not for instance changing the votes and providing a different results just to manipulate the election so tonight ladies and gentlemen i should like to present for you all a world famous rabbit from a hat thank you the first step is shuffling and re-encrypting the vote this is nothing to do with the trick this is just union rules for magicians <laughs> But what could happen here? This process can cheat. Did you hear that? This is just union rules for magicians. Uh, can cheat, for instance, the, the election officials. Instead of providing a re-encrypted vote, they can change and put another vote. There's nothing here, nothing here, nothing here, nothing here. Again, here we can we have another point in which the election can be manipulated. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm really sorry. They see that's not supposed to be there at all. That's supposed to be on a hook right around, around the back of the table. You see, like that. So proof can be generated here, and at the end, auditors and observers can use this proof for check that. You do not laugh. You do not applaud. Until the magician produces a rabbit from a hat. Like that. Hello. Then at the end is when we can provide the transparency. Sky tolls lead scientists explaining their scheme at a tech conference in Barcelona. And they claim that their scheme is unbreakable because the voter is going to get a receipt, an electronic receipt that proves what the, to them what they voted for. However, this is all completely undermined. Their verification structure is completely undermined when you don't need a zero-knowledge proof if you're already monitoring the phone and therefore have all the knowledge. And so Carrier IQ and SkyTel working together is absolutely capable of undermining all the votes and doing it very selectively so they only change a few votes. Wow, that's a lot of unchecked power for a small group of people to have. But wait, there's more. But it's not just Seidel. Other companies like ES&S, Dominion, and Smartmatic all connect to database systems like the Global Electronic Management System. 
while you wrestle with the reality that international interests count, manage, organize, control, and operate most of our elections in the United States, realize that this election software is more than just a tool to possibly manipulate the outcome of elections. Decide to provide secure, transparent, auditable, and accessible solutions for election modernization, e-governance, and e-democracy. Our e-democracy solutions help cities, counties, and countries improve their citizen engagement. Amazon is a global partner with CIDL, and CIDL uses Amazon web services to host their cloud systems. Google and CIDL have partnered to provide live-time Google Analytics of election results, as well as creating an online voting interface. Results are displayed for the public and media using CIDL's election night reporting. The product is designed to address the needs of all users with specific attention spent on users with accessibility needs. This product also was developed with a responsive design so that it can be easily viewed from any device or screen size. Do we really want to trust Google's hands in our elections when most of Google is run by a bunch of deranged SJWs? So one person asked, why didn't they do this with the 2016 elections? They did, but they didn't expect the turnout. So their algorithms failed. They didn't have a fail safe because they didn't think she would lose. You got it? They didn't think she would lose. So their actual uh, algorithms that they had already pre-scripted in there could not bear the weight. Now, in 2018, they did it and we let them do it. But did you see that key thing that she said? Where do they host everything? Amazon. Didn't we cancel the contracts with Google to then use Amazon? Hmm. Almost sounds like, hmm. Um, we have some leaked video, uh, and it comes from Google, the Google bosses. They were pretty hysterical after the election of Donald Trump in 2016. I certainly find this election uh, deeply offensive, and I know many of you do too. Is there anything positive you see from this election result? <laughs> Oof. Uh, boy, that's, that's a really tough one right now. I mean, why bother lobbying when you can just go around it and rig the elections to your favor and only let the politicians win that have your interests in mind? Why would tech giants have an interest in software used in elections globally? Gee, I can't imagine why. Many governments around the globe are racing to infuse technology into just about every aspect of its city's operations. And in every part, including public transportation, IT connectivity, water and power supply, sanitation and solid waste management, efficient urban mobility, e-governance, and citizen participation. And it does this using every buzzword imaginable, from big data to the Internet of Things. The Internet of Things, or IoT, is influencing our lifestyle from the way we react to the way we behave. IoT is a giant network of connected devices. These devices gather and share data about how they are used and the environment in which they are operated. Sensors are embedded in every physical device. It can be your mobile phone, electrical appliances, vehicles, barcode sensors, 
traffic lights and almost everything that you come across in day-to-day -day life. You see, it's not that this software is part of our elections. This software and our election is part of something else. Our smart governance solution covers not only smart cities, but a province, a smart country, a smart county, any smart electoral government body that we actually choose to address. From a top-down perspective, we leverage tools like surveys, e-consultations, petitions. From a bottom-up perspective, we provide tools like CIDL e-democracy portal and CIDL social media monitoring. CIDL is literally harvesting your personal social media information and metadata for elections to nudge us. And that is undoubtedly one of the most successful public policy uh, uh, initiatives of the last uh, decade or so. Voluntarily or through election manipulation towards their model of global governance. You combine that with data mining software and predictive behavior and you can even figure out which voters aren't going to check and aren't going to look, check, or complain and call you back and you know which 1% of the votes to flip, which 2% of the voters to flip, with very predictable results. So the idea is to have localized control integrated with the global centralized system. In other words, this is our version of the social credit score, but rather than just a credit score, it is a totally digital integrated system where everything is interconnected through a centralized control database and the election machines and software are just one aspect and phase of it. So the Internet of Things is really just connectivity and processing power embedded into the world around us. And that's, this is also the industrial world. It is our cities. So we're going to hear a lot about smart cities, about smart cars, and about the smart home. Because when everything is connected, all of a sudden we have data that allows us to really understand the world in ways that we never were able to before. Globalism merging with progressivism through the Internet of Things and e-governance. Global initiatives, data mining our internet activity, manipulating our election towards their end goals. Tonight we take a look at a nation that has put nearly all of its government services online. Key to it all? One card. It's a digital ID with encrypted files used together with a pin code. Virtually everything, she says, can be done online. So banking, healthcare, voting, all done digitally. Uh, it's also energy companies, uh, telco companies, so buying things online or seeing just your bills or your energy consumption. This is all available uh, with a card. And the next step for this small country is to expand beyond its borders by offering what it calls e-residency to everyone in the world. We are not looking at election fraud in the traditional sense of stealing votes from one candidate or the other. We are talking about a database system that takes your voting registration, DMV records, your available metadata, public information, then creates a unique profile that is integrated into a modeling system that projects lifetime modeling of likely voter outcomes. This model can then be used to game the election by generating scripts to run in place of actual vote tallies, modifying the voter turnout to a desired outcome within believable ranges. Could this be why they failed to steal the election in 2016 for Hillary Clinton? 
because the polls had greatly underestimated the vote turnout for President Trump. They had all the polls rigged for Hillary. Problem is, they bought into their own rigged polls, and they under-anticipated the massive red wave that came with Trump on election night in 2016. Thus, they got their butts handed to them by the American people. If you go back to the beginning of the election meddling debacle, you see that initially it was Homeland Security that got caught hacking into the 2016 election. Channel 2 Action News questioned Georgia's Secretary of State about a hack. He told us it traced back to a Department of Homeland Security IP address. Well, mad as hell. You mean they tried to get in there and fix it, right? Because they underestimated, right? Because President Trump was a genius. He let them show those polls. He was telling us they're fake, letting them believe that she would win. You see how that works? You see how we psyop them? as they were psyoping us. Georgia Secretary of State Brian Kemp all fired up after what he called a massive cyber attack on the agency's network on November 15th, traced back to United States Department of Homeland Security IP address. According to this letter from Kemp to the Homeland Security Secretary, Jay Johnson, on November 15th, there was an attempted breach of the Georgia Secretary of State's network linked to a computer with a Homeland Security address. Kemp writes, at no time has my office agreed to or permitted Homeland Security to conduct penetration testing or security scans of our network. Could be a a bad actor in the administration. Could be a, a bad actor in the administration. However, they said it was because they were hot on the trail of the Russians hacking the election. What if I told you that the person that was at DHS that entered that computer may, and this is pure speculation, allegedly the persona Laura Robb, that we had on Zoom calls that said that she worked for DHS, hmm? that then became Siza. Remember? It was an unprecedented cyber attack ordered by senior Russian leadership on the U.S. election. Now President Obama is ordering the intelligence community to conduct a full review of Putin's meddling. But then, when it all came out that there was no proof of Russians hacking the election... Everyone seemed to forget about Homeland Security having hacked the election. Well, I think it's going to fit in, uh, Boris, to this investigation that uh, President Obama has called for. Um, It's that Russia tried, perhaps, to look into meddling in the election. Russia tried, perhaps, to look into meddling in the election. Not that they actually affected it, because if you remember, election officials, DHS officials tried to assure the American public that even if Russia was trying to meddle, it wouldn't be able to actually affect the outcome. For instance, how was Homeland Security getting in and out of the voting machines? DHS officials tried to... But when the states came forward showing the forensics didn't show Russia hacked their machines, rather the machines were only hacked by the Department of Homeland Security, that's when the narratives took an important twist and turned into a collusion story. We were beating the drum pretty hard, beginning with a conference hall I had with every state secretary of state on August 15th. 
The Obama aid package to the Ukraine with the billion dollar loan guarantee Biden threatened to have withheld if a particular prosecutor wasn't fired just so happens to be the same aid package instrumental to Seidel getting a field office in Kiev. Seidel's election training provides a permanent online trading platform to the Ukrainian Electoral Commission. The Obama administration must have known, among other things, that there would be discoveries of foreign meddling in the 2016 election that benefited Hillary Clinton, but not quite enough. And knowing that the Democrats and media would be implicated had to put a spin on it, accusing Trump of exactly the same thing they did. Gee, you don't think this is why the Democrats started up this bogus impeachment inquiry, do you? What have we learned from Democrats' impeachment inquiry? They promised the country a fair hearing. What have they delivered? The impeachment version of three-card Monte. Notorious short-con card trick where the mark, in this case President Trump and the American public, stands no chance of winning. The Trump administration began investigating the allegations of foreign election meddling in 2016 to get to the bottom of what initiated the surveillance of the Trump campaign and to find out what the basis was for the special counsel investigation into false allegations of the Trump campaign collusion with Russia. In other words, Trump wanted to find out who started it. In order for the Trump administration to get to the bottom of the foreign meddling in the 2016 election, they had to send investigators outside the U.S. through channels outside those set up by the previous administration to places like the Ukraine to obtain information regarding whatever was on the DNC server. It's called the swap. And you know what happened? And you know what I did? A big favor. I caught the swap. I caught them all. Let's see what happens. Nobody else yes, done that we did. I caught all of this corruption yes. that was going on, and nobody else could have done it. Pro-Democrat investigators from the National Anti-Corruption Bureau of Ukraine, or Naboo, willfully helped the Democrat Party and candidate Hillary Clinton through the release of financial dirt on then-Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort during the 2016 election. Allegedly... And most interesting, there is a mirrored version of the DNC server in the Ukraine that has revealing information on it debunking DNC claims about Russia hacking the server. What if what's actually on the DNC server is the blueprints for how the Democrats hacked the 2016 election? Holdovers from the Obama administration who were party to or have an interest in the Ukraine corruption became alarmed that the Trump administration was using alternative channels and closing in on their foreign election meddling, money laundering, and foreign aid schemes and their questionable quid pro quo deals. So they did what any crafty criminal would do before getting caught tipped off Adam Schiff via the whistleblower and are now using a contrived impeachment process to cover up their own crimes. Talk about a real plot twist for a made-for-TV soap opera. This is going to get real good when the Horowitz and Durham investigations are complete. In the meantime, while we all sit here and watch this train wreck in slow motion, the fix is in for 2020, election fraud. So here's the real question. Can the red wave overwhelm 
the Democrats' electronic voting in 2020? Well, only you can make that decision. The Democrats can't steal an election if there's an overwhelming wave of Trump voters that hit the polls. And if there's more whistleblowers out there that continue to shed light on the corruptions inside the Democrat Party and the deep state. You guys can help support my work and the work of InfoWars by going and taking it. Yeah, no, you don't go to InfoWars. You go to MillennialMillie.com. She also has a subscribe star uh, that you can protect, that you can help and support us because, you know, even though Gavin, Millie and myself are visible, we're a team of more than five, but less than 10. And so, you know, we do this. On our own, no one funds us, uh, but you and ourselves. And so it's not in fours, not in fours. Now, if we had all this, I, I, I think that report by Millie was perfect. She made it concise. She explained to you how it was going on. We actually did the math. We still have the math. And what you're going to find out is that, well, I mean, I kind of told you we had everything from Ukraine, right? Well, I kind of told you that they were wiretapping. Well, we do have everything we need. The thing is, just because we have it doesn't mean we can show it. See, I remember when I was in school, this is, you're, you're going to understand this. I was, um, I was taking plant physiology. And we had to do a project about the physiology of plants. And I, I and it was a graduate um, level course where uh, we learned everything there is to know, how they move, groove, everything. And we had to do a project. So I thought, obviously being me, what I'm going to do is I am going to answer the question that no one's answered ever, which is I'm going to find out why plants migrated to land because the going theory is oh plants were algae and then they decided one day just to up and get up and go and migrate to land like so what did algae just like get together and talk and in the ocean and say yo uh yeah this ocean and stuff which is uh, you know more than land is kind of getting old how's we all move and I would ask, you know, my professor, I emailed, contacted big scholarly minds on plant physiology and paleontology. And their answer was like, they just did. And it's like, damn, how dumb is that? You have degrees coming out of your ears. You write books and you teach students and you couldn't answer that question you're telling me you understand the origins of the universe and the planet. You know how dinosaurs sound, look, and feel. But you can't tell me why plants decided to migrate to land. Well, I gave a very plausible theory, which is based on dinosaurs, really. So, you know, today, if you actually get a dinosaur, you know, I should publish that. You know, I have so many of those, but it's like nobody cares. I could do that. I mean, maybe my kids will do that. The hard drives are there, right? <laughs> um, but dinosaurs right now, if you had a brontosaurus's DNA and you grew it, which we can, it would crush under its own weight. Do you know why? Do you know why a dinosaur would crush under its own weight? 
gravity. The earth is not spinning as fast as it did then. So the atmospheric pressure is different. And bugs are smaller now because uh, bugs have um, a circulatory system, uh, lymphatic. It's more lymphatic than anything. But they have like little holes on their bodies where the atmospheric pressure pushes in oxygen. They don't like breathe it in. It just pushes in. So now that oxygen is less in the air, right, we don't have as much oxygen as we did then, the bugs can't be as big. Because then the atmospheric pressure wouldn't put enough. So now they're smaller and they adapted to that. So dinosaurs, the same. They needed more oxygen. At that time, there was a lot of oxygen. So if you have a lot of oxygen, it means that the planet was spinning faster. This is physics. If we go by the physics they give you. Okay? And I stress that. So using the physics and the logic that they have given the world to work by, uh, the plausible answer is that the atmospheric pressure was different. Ergo, that was a motivator to move algae out of the water because that would change the concentration of oxygen to be reduced in the water. Um, hence, I, I mean, to overly increase to toxic levels, not reduced. So they would have to move to land. That makes sense because the first uh, multicellular organisms were actually armored because the pressure was so hard from the atmosphere. So if there's a lot of atmospheric pressure, that means there's more oxygen in the water. Ergo, it would be toxic to the algae. So basically, the algae moved because the water was not good enough for them. That was a motivator. That was my explanation. No one's given an explanation. I put it on paper. I have some slide on, it used to be called SlideNet or something where I did the whole thing and I, and I used it and it sounds plausible. For anyone that doesn't even have a science background, you'd be like, yeah, that totally makes sense. So again, this is why we can't tell you and we have to show you. Right now, you're understanding that you've not been free all this time. The oxygen right now in your area is toxic. <laughs> and it is only then that any species moves over for change when they are under threat. So this is why it had to be like this. This is why you had to, to see it like this. This is why few of you would have the ears to hear what many have been saying for years. This is why you are at the precipice. This is where we're at. You're at that point in the cliff that you're like, damn, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I got to move somewhere else. And this, this is why I told you that story. There's always a logic to how nature pushes the evolution of organisms. It's the same thing. This is a battle for your life. This is a battle for your future. This, in essence, is a battle for your species. And you have to decide. Are you going to be the algae that hung out in the water and maybe a third of it? Not no, And that's actually quite generous. I would say statistics would be more like one sixteenth of it survived and adapted to a more high concentrated or extremophile, you know, type algae. Or are you going to be the algae that says, fuck that. I'm moving. This is where we're at. This is why we can't just tell you. We have to show you.
So now, how enraged are you to see that the Kentucky governor right now in the Commonwealth of Kentucky stole the elections in Kentucky with a smile on his face? We had put all this information that all your fabulous pundits are coming out with now a year ago. We had cracked their code. We know exactly where they shuffled. And I'll tell you what, my content was purged from the internet. See, these people are smart. They know exactly what they're doing. They made sure that you had no access to it because there's articles that I had on Loomerd, on Haley's, on mine, all purged, 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 purged. So here's where we move forward. You guys, we decide, do you sit there and be a victim and hope that you will adapt to the extreme conditions of a asphyxiating oxygen rich, you know, environment, or are you going to move on over and say, you know what? I'm going to turn into a redwood and a fern. I will dominate. This is where we're at. This is where we're at. You know, for those for years, oh, yeah, she's just the cute thing, you know. She just talks cryptic and stuff. She doesn't know what she's talking about. How you like them apples now? So um, before we continue, I want to take a break and tell you that you should not be sad. You should not be feeling like, oh, they took over because there's a lot that we already have. But the key is that you do something too. You must contribute because you're the weapon. You are the actual storm. You are what they fear. And what they fear is that you have knowledge. Huh? What? How dare you? Now, you may not like what you see, but you will like what you hear Totally love this person. I follow them. Amazing voice. Let's do this. Birds flying high. You know how I feel. So in the sky high. You know how I feel. Feels drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. Ooh, oh, ooh, and I'm feeling good. In the sea, you know how I feel. River running free, you know how I feel. Lost in all the dreams, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. Dragonfly out in the sun, you don't know what I mean. 
butterflies all having fun. You know what I mean. Sleep in peace when day is done. And that is what I mean. This old world is a new world and a poor world. Stars, when you shine, you know how I feel. Scent of the pie, you know how I feel. Freedom is mine, that's how I feel. Freedom, it's a new day, it's a new time for me. I'm feeling oh, and I'm feeling good. Okay, that ended faster than I thought. Gosh darn it! Didn't even get um, the milk and sugar in. <laughs> I like my coffee sweet. I like it. Uh, so, all right. So where are we at, you guys? So I'm, I'm just going to put out a tweet of that beautiful map. So while everyone's talking about dominion, just dominion, right? Just dominion. Uh, you saw this wonderful map. I just tweeted it out for everyone who's, you know, a super expert. And um, said, you know, we gave you the map. We told you what it was. And, you know, like I said, Millie Weaver is great at pointing things out, you know, putting together very intricate because we tell her and she's like, and she delivers it just like anyone that doesn't have the knowledge delivers it. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could do it, but I have to sit here and talk for like 30, 40 minutes to explain it. And I actually do think I did an episode where I talked about the math in 2019 should be on iHeart, iTunes, Simplecast. You'll find it. I mean, Spotify kicked me off too much truth. Um, but as you can see, all of the states run the same software, all of them. Every single one of them. And you see those little black spots there because those counties are really small and they do hand counting or just optical scanning, but they still use machines. So all of these votes are shipped overseas and counted and brought back. Now, where does all that money come from is what you need to ask yourself. Where does all that money come from? Hmm. Where does it come from? See, uh, if Alaska has gems and not dominion, then why did Alaska take so long? Think about it for a second. Oh, Alaska took forever because they had a glitch. Well, huh, they have gems, not dominion. So why were they late? Same freaking software. Same freaking clowns within the federal government. We're going to find you because non-attribution is really, really, really hard, really hard. And I know a guy who knows a guy and I know a few guys that can actually find that for you. 
We will find you because I know that you are sitting somewhere. Let me see if I can go on the map and show. Hmm. Where are they sitting? Hmm. Where are they sitting? You want to take a guess, you guys? Where do you think they're sitting? I think they're sitting somewhere over, I don't know, here, 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 here. And ask yourself, why does this state have all these different machines? Look, they have one of all. <laughs> Very special state, right, Brennan? So, again, we've had all of this. We have everything we need. And when I say it, I mean it. I'm not just parroting someone. I'm parroting myself. We have everything we need. And if people understood that, and if people actually reported real news, you would know. Misinformation is a very key player here. See, because they're telling you, oh, they're not connected to the internet. Bullshit. Oh, it's Dominion software. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Because this is the problem. When we get experts that are semi-experts, what have I said? The most difficult, well, there's knowledge and half-baked knowledge and no knowledge. No knowledge is dangerous, but half-baked knowledge can tear down empires. When people think they know, not know. They think they know, not know. That's the problem. So when people are sitting there telling the world things because they have a title or yeah, I'm an ex CIA or I'm that means nothing means nothing, 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 nothing. It means absolutely nothing. They're just setting you up. In Kentucky, they were talking about the extra ballots. You want me to tell you how they won it this time? The software didn't change. The scripts did. They were being adjusted real-time adjustment. That's why they had a problem. And you know why? Because they knew that there would be a turnout, but they wouldn't be able to know. So what did they do? They work with the post office. They paid people to make sure that they can bring in more ballots to make the damn algorithms work. That's what they did this time. That was different last time. In 2016, the code cracked. They couldn't. There were so many people. They couldn't. So here is where they mitigated for it. They're like, you know what? What if a lot of Trumpsters turn out? What if a lot of people vote for Trump? What if it fails? That's okay. We'll just feed ballots for Biden and that'll amplify it. So now they've got us with over 160 million people voting the fuck there aren't 160 million registered voters how is that even possible no one's asking the basic questions because that was the mitigation i'm telling you all these people i know that journalists and people love to feel relevant gosh i know I know. I have an ego too. We all do. We got to put it aside and unite. We got to put aside petty differences because this is not a drill. This is not for you to escalate. This is not for you to be petty and say that you broke the sword. Well, I've been doing this. So, you know, I know this. Stop. Stop. It's not about you. It's about the United States of America. It is about our freedom. It is about our nation. Why are you worried about you? The information is there. 
We should all work together. Instead, they're working against us. Because now I'm a true investigative journalist and I do this. Or I'm a true, you know, I have verified record of working here and there. Well, I don't. I have no verified record. Because people like me do not exist. But I am giving you hard, factual information that could save our nation. What is your problem now? You have a problem? Ever heard message over messenger? Hmm. We need to unite. A united America is an unstoppable America. And you know, it really, really hurts me. It hurts me as a person when what I created was actually used against me. And that's okay. I'm game. Because that's human nature. And I understand how humans think that was my job. So what do we do? We win. We win hard because we've had everything and we tear them down and we pull their pants down and hopefully they're going commando. So it's super embarrassing. This is how we do it. You have to understand the whole world is all in. All these self-proclaimed president elects kings and queens are all in. Because you know what? The Great Awakening is here, and they know that you are the most dangerous weapon. They cannot fight you. They cannot put you down, and they cannot silence you. And you have a leader that is not only your voice, but your fist. And what you need to do is get it together. Make yourself present. You don't need to march. You don't need to march. You can send a letter. You don't need to march. You've got jobs. They're already suffocating you and locking you down again for COVID again. See, that's what they did. How do we make sure we can mail out ballots and topple down the United States of America, guys? I don't know. What if we deploy a virus? What if a virus leaks by accident and we don't tell them and then we make it really deadly? It's a really strong SARS thing. We lock them in their house and then everyone's terrified because there's people dying on TikTok and being burned alive and China's a Gestapo and then everybody's dying in Italy and we stop airplanes and we stop this and everyone's freaking out and they don't want to even go outside. They have to use finger condoms to sign on screens. They're going to be terrified. They're going to mail in those ballots and we will know just about who is winning. And then we will know a guesstimation of how we have to fix this algorithm. But, you know, those people, man, those people that follow freedom may actually turn up. So we need to have backup ballots. We need to destroy ballots. We need to use our own ballots. And if you missed something in that video is what did we tell you that Hard Inner Civic not only provides the machines, uh, uh, you know, regulates the software but they print the ballots. So this is where it comes down to it. So they planned this. <laughs> it was all about impeachment because they wanted to use impeachment last month, right? Because it wasn't going to work. They were desperate because not a lot of people were mailing. They were desperate because a lot of the population was going in person. They were desperate. They were desperate. This is how it went down. I'm telling you how it went down. So they had a backup plan. What we're going to do is we're going to have people slow walk shit. Then we're going to have the state, the state legislator screw the people over. Or maybe they won't because they know that they will come for them, which pitchforks. So what we'll do is drag it out and get our 
representative to go up. Oh, and we will make sure that the Pentagon's totally on board because they allowed us to have that node. And the NSA, the IG of the NSA made sure we had that back door. Hmm. That's how it works. Gina Haspel, you bitch, because she has her eyes on everything and she could have fix this. Pompeo, why are you covering it for her? And what was she and Mitch McConnell talking about after the closed door Senate Intel Committee that I did not see? What is it that they did? Why did she sit with Mitch McConnell? What were they doing? All of them knowingly and willingly committed treason. That's where it comes down to. And we will catch every single one of them. There is nowhere you can hide because surveillance goes two ways. And when I say that I heard Schiff and I saw his emails and I saw his texts colluding about this whole Ukraine thing and how they were trying to convince Biden, you better believe I heard and saw every single word of it because I have been on point with that from the beginning. Now, the one thing we do have is Space Force. We did have people come in. We did have people go out. The thing is, you can't trust anyone right now. You can't trust anyone because No one wants you to have knowledge. Knowledge is power. And if a weapon has a battery in its butt, damn, is it dangerous, right? Because I can have a nuke sitting in my freaking bedroom, but it's not going to explode itself without being powered. Your power as one of the most potent weapons against any dictatorship and any evil is having power. Your power is knowledge. You see how that works? That is what terrifies them. That is what terrifies them. And the more people try to be, I'm an expert. Shut up, expert. I had, I saw Julian Rum tweet out, oh, I feel like Biden's laptop's going to be, nobody gives a shit about the laptop. Laptop isn't going to do shit right now. What we need to focus on is exposing every single local representative, every single person that signed these contracts, the poll workers that got paid by the credit unions. Where did the credit unions get their money? Where did they get their money? Where did they get their money? Who allowed our stuff to be shipped overseas? Hey, maybe did we look how Google was twinning the stream underwater heading for Taiwan off the coast of California? Maybe China was where they actually calculated them. Who knows? I don't have access to those logs this year. Who knows? But, you know, we have a lot of computer experts out there that say, I need to look at the stuff and find it. Well, then go and find it and, and, and stop listening to misinformation. Trust your gut. These people are sick and they are dangerous because they are terrified. Wah, Facebook, Facebook, you know, all of them. This is it. This is it. This is our war. This is our storm where we tell DM, you have contacts with your reporters, DM them. Why aren't you talking about this stuff from 2019? Suck it up and report it. Blast it everywhere. Do it, do it, do it. Nobody needs to give anybody credit. We're on the same freaking team, dude. We're on the same freaking team. We need to be working together. You are the news, not the ones with the tiaras and the sashes. You are the news. You are the news. So what do you do? You send a letter to your president. You get that video from Millie Weaver and share it. The one where me and her lay it out, talking, all of it. You share this map that I tweeted out. How did these women have this? Tell us that they're going to steal the elections in 2020 and nobody did anything. 
You send messages to your representatives. Why have you not pulled in these people that crack the code? I DM Dr. Shiva and said, dude, you're doing it wrong. It's the trap door that we just need to find the key. Who has the key? Who is the key holder? Who's got the key to the trap door? That's the question. Again, Trump needs to throw me in a basement with coffee and cigarettes. This would be over in 72 hours. Well, not by myself. Okay. We need to be in a basement. Because obviously, people want notoriety. Maybe me as a... a, I I was always in the shadows. I never got credit. You know, you, you work in places where you could save the world, stop a war, save someone's life, save a prime minister, and you can't tell anyone. That's the type of work I did. You can screw over a whole government and you can't tell anyone and say, oh, I did that. You can't. So I'm okay. I mean, it hurts my feelings now that I have a public voice, right? Where people can see me. It's not an alias. It's not anything like that, right? Kind of like Ronna McDaniel. She has an alias. You know that, right? Because she's an asset for the CIA, right? You know that, right? Do you know that or not? Because she does have an alias. This is why I've been on her. She's a tricky little bitch. So she's a CIA asset. She has an alias. I'm telling you. So, you know, I get salty a bit. But it's not about me. And egos have to go. All of us have to strip those egos and say, let's get this out. Let's pull their pants down. We are the weapon. We are the weapon. And Brennan, is the key in Texas with your wife? Where is it? Because I'm going to find it. And I know it sounds selfish. And I know everyone wants to see him perp. But guys, there's no one on this planet right now. I really believe it. No one on this planet except for me that wants him to be held accountable. I'm so selfish. And I am so hard-headed. And I will do everything in my power to get that done. And, I, I, and, and you know, this morning I was on a show with Kirsten. And I had a lot of fun. And she says, you know, you, 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 have, you say nice things about him. How can I not? I mean, I, how can you not? I mean, a lot of these people, I feel bad for them looking at them. And you're just like, well, how could you feel bad for them? Because when you, when you know them and you understand them and you understand their weaknesses, it's like those, uh, those uh, Antifa people that Andy No put and they looked all sad. One of them was like, the oldest one was 37. They looked like 100. How do you not feel sorry for a torture, tortured soul? Even a soul that is raping a whole nation of their freedom, how do you not feel bad for them? Because they're being tortured. They're tortured souls. I know it sounds crazy and it's really hard because it's contradicting what you should be doing. It's sad because we're all supposed to care for one another. And this is the bottom line. We have to choose good. We have to choose love and we have to choose unity. It's not about who gets the story out. It's not about who solves the problem because you know what? If someone would say, Tori solved the problem. No, I didn't. I wouldn't have been able to solve the problem without you. Right? I wouldn't have been able to solve the problem if I wasn't freaking out because shit was happening. I wouldn't be able to solve the problem if, you know, I didn't break my finger in a ladder and was sitting down and just happened to see something. I wouldn't have been able to solve the problem without you. We are the solution. We are the ones that are solving this because we're the weapon. It's not one person. It's not two people. Yeah. Okay. So we're a team of more than five, less than 10, but 
we're nothing without the people because you're the actual weapon. I mean, we could be the fuel, but you're the weapon. You're the biggest weapon. They fear you. This is why they hate President Trump. They hate him because you love him. And if you love him and support him, you can destroy them. That's what they're terrified of. That is the truth. They are terrified of you. So terrified. And that's okay. Because they should. Because we're coming for them. Every single one of them. So it's important. We get the word out. We push and push and push. I mean, the truth be said, I, I get so frustrated when I think, you know, people don't realize I, I never wanted to set the world on fire ever. I never did because it's, it's hard because when you torch something, it's, it's torched. It's, it's completely torched and it doesn't come back burnt to a crisp. It doesn't come back the way it was. It comes back different, always different, but we can't not do that. We can't not burn the place down because it's by burning the place down that we can rebuild it better. That is how we get change. This is why forest fires are really, really bad, but also okay because they help change things. So let me finally get that coffee. Let's uh, listen to some music.
That's what's up. That's what's up, buddy. He did good, didn't he? Now, just like someone said, I play cover, so I know how to camouflage. I have told uh, those that listen to me, learn how to camouflage. Digital camouflage is necessary in times like this. So um, Friday is going to be Fire Friday, and unfortunately, I might not be here to celebrate it with you on air, but I will be Instagramming, tweeting, or something maybe a little bit, but not really saying much Um, because there's something, you know, personal, right? Um, But I'm going to tell you something right now. We're on it. All of us are on it. I want you guys to listen to your president. Focus on your president. Hate me now. You'll love me later. Um, The one thing I don't like is watching people getting taken advantage of. I think it's because, um, you know, I feel like I took advantage of the trust invested in me. And I know you probably don't even know how many Snowdens and Tories are out there. Cause I'm going to tell you something now. It was like a Snowden type, you know, a contractor probably twice removed, maybe paid through the Penn quarterly group. 
that, um, you know, was given the easement of that note. I'm giving it all. So um, there's a lot of people that are in the shadows, people you don't know of. They hide in the shadows. Those are the ones that run the world. Lots of minions that do it too. And um, tomorrow I'm supposed to be on with Kirsten in the morning, but I might not be able to because I can't physically do it. Um, I might not be able to, but I'll make it up with her. I'll have her do something spontaneous with me. Um, but you know what annoys me the most is that when we as a people want to get a movement going, that it gets hijacked. So yesterday, someone had reached out to me and told me that um, they were shocked because they saw, um, you know, someone promoting something and they uh, went to pay and saw that um, it wasn't going to where they thought it was going. And that's because it was hijacked and misrepresented. So yesterday I did a PSA announcement um, as loud as I could. Um, it was a total of 17 um, minutes um, to tell you guys about it. It was um, quite important. And um, I want to share that with you so you can understand just how easy it is to fall. I mean, if you stand for nothing, you fall for everything, right? So I want you to to see this public service announcement. So earlier today, I uh, got some communications, and I think I kind of, uh, you know, made it clear that something was happening. I noticed that uh, the president of the United States, who has launched a fund in order to fund for the recount and all these activities, was being hijacked. So I was taking a look into it, contacted many people that had uh, retweeted it, communicated to it, and I did this. Let me show you what I did. Uh, well, actually, I'll tell you what it is. So I'm going to take you there before it's taken down. But here's how I'm going to walk you through a super hijack. So I've, uh, you know, there are many, many times that I've said a few things. And even though there's evidence of such things going on, obviously there's always that inclination. Well, there's so many people that are promoting this one person, this individual. It can't be bad. It can't. We just can't fathom it. So there is um, a, a movement, as you all know, uh, that is um, called, that's called uh, Stop the Steal. Uh, Stop the Steal U.S. Well, they just got busted. It's actually not something that is legitimate in the sense of here's all these events and these people that are coming. They're great people, right? Great people. But when you hit the donate button, I'm going to show you where it takes you. It's not for the president. It's not for that. Here is where it takes you. It takes you to one-time donations to Cash App and PayPal of Ali Alexander, a convicted felon 
fraud. He is telling people to give him money. Someone actually donated thinking that it was going to the president's fund and the president's fund for Stop the Steal. Now, how can something like that happen? I mean, this guy, you know, has to be working with the president, says everyone. Well, I'll tell you how he did the fraud. So as you see, he's the one collecting the money and you're not seeing it because I didn't share the screen. Let me do it again. I apologize for that. Here we go. One-time donations. I urge you to go yourself and check it out. Don't take my word for it. Go to stopthesteal.us, click the donate button, and it goes straight to him, to his cash app, to his Bitcoin, to his PayPal. It's not going to the president. It's going to him. It is going to him. So I want all of you, anyone that donated to this, to file an FBI cybercrime report for misrepresentation. So this is who is collecting your money. Now let me show you how he did the scam. Because I've been following this because I knew they were going to pin it on our president. And that was the whole plan all along. And I'm going to show you this. So this is his website. Stop the steal, march for Trump, this, Freedom Plaza. Here are all the great people that are going. But here's the thing, they're not organizing with Ali Alexander. Here's where they're really organizing, just so you see how frauds like this work. So people that are actually attached to the campaign are working on getting this march done. Here is the official site. And as you can see, uh, this site is actually StolenElection.us. Let me type it out. StolenElection.us. And on the screen. So that is the official, you know, grassroots movement. Right? And as you can see, they have a hashtag, Stop the Steal. So this is from Kylie uh, Jane Kramer, who works with the campaign. She's for Women for Trump. She's incredible. He's taken all her events and her hashtag and moved it to his own site. So he moved it to his own site, which he calls StopTheSteal.us and made it look official by taking the information from them and putting it on his own site. That's basically what he did. That is what he did. There's no uh, doubt, nothing. I mean, nobody can doubt that. You can see it yourself. Uh, he Go to stopthesteal.us, click donate, and you're giving money to Ali Razak Akbar. I filed my cybercrime report, but here's what else he's been doing. So, as I told you, he is the, the blackmail king, right? And um, uh, he blackmails people to do his bidding. So he will blackmail them by threatening them. So here's a threatening one of many tweets threatening people that if they don't mention StopTheSteal.us, they will be primaried and they are deep state or us. Now, he has a lot, and when I say a lot, a lot of blackmail on a lot of people. This guy is a thief. He's a fraud, and I don't know why anyone that works with the Trump campaign or anything would be even close to that. Why would they even be close to that? So 
the question then lies as to what do we do? Well, I can show you what I did. And if you have donated, you can do the same. Let me show you what you can do. Let me see if I can open this. Perfect. Now I'm going to show you what I did. So uh, thank you to a listener, a few listeners actually, that asked me, what is this and why is it being promoted by official Trump officials? <laughs> and I looked at it. And as you can see, this is a description of what I've put in there, his name and his assumed and his new name, and how they hijacked it and how he's blackmailing people. Uh, you should be able to see the screen now. How he's blackmailing people to mention his site. Now, if we further that, I will show you something that happened today. As if I knew, just only a few hours ago, an article went out starting to talk about this movement. And I'm going to stop that for a second, and I'm going to share another article that came out from the usual hate Trump camp, which did exactly what I knew was going to happen. Let me show you. came out after. So Ali Akbar made sure to tie himself with the Trump campaign. Mother Jones put together tying Ali Alexander with the president, with the president. He has infiltrated. Now I'm going to tell you something, and a lot of you can take it at face value or not. Amy Kramer is not right wing. That's all I have to say, but he tied himself with the Trump campaign when he shouldn't and, uh, you know, brought in Alex Jones with the Trump campaign and much, much more. Now, the problem here that we have is, is if you remember, I told you that um, Bannon didn't do anything wrong, but they look for something to say about the president to go after the president to make him, you know, um, look bad. And they're agitators. They have agi-props. I mean, you see it from Caitlin Bennett. It's only a matter of time before she gets someone killed. They're there to cause commotion, you know, going with tanks and people who are like, rot. That's not the way we do it. Because real Americans appreciate differences. Real Americans use the plethora of tools they have in their hands to get things done. Now, this guy, Ali Alexander, has a lot of blackmail on a lot of people. I've seen some of it. You know, he entrapped Karl Rove by having sexual relations with him and videotaped it and used that to help the Bushes, you know, Obama. He's done this before. And infiltration is a very big problem. We have infiltration everywhere. And uh, what people don't seem to understand, this is a repeat offender. Like, why would anyone promote a guy that is, uh, you know, a serial blackmailer? Because they've got blackmail on them. That's why. So if you're seeing them promote him, they've, he's got blackmail on them. Because he's not a very good person. I mean, you can see it from the way he talks. He says that he's genetically superior than others. He believes that he is, you know, the, the godly spirit reincarnated. Sure you are, Akbar. Sure you are. 
you know, then you wouldn't be getting blackmail on people and writing on other people's clout coattails to, you know, insert yourself into something, you know, and profit off of it. That's basically it. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are demoralized to the point. I mean, look at the look at the liberals. They scream in agony because they're fighting the truth. It's evil. And there are a lot of people that are demoralized to that point. And unfortunately, you know, that's the way it is. So um, there was also another article that came up uh, through Reuters. And let me put that on for you. They, for some reason, for some reason, attached it to another campaign and then pointed out that there's an official campaign um, and President Trump's team, hopefully because they saw. Um, this is a Reuters article that went out uh, this afternoon. I knew it was going to come out. I knew that was a plan because their plan is to do what they did with Bannon. Frame it and make it look like the president, uh, you know, works with these grifters that are stealing your money. And tell Now, keep in mind, this article didn't talk about that. It was the primer. Remember how I told you, you know, I, I like mail, right? I do. And I like to send Christmas cards. I'm a sucker for stuff like that, right? I am. But I remember how I told you that I was like, hey, send me a postcard and I send you a stamp back. That was a priming. That was to get you into the whole, let's use the postal service. Let's send letters to each other. I mean, that's the best way to communicate anyway, right? Because it's supposed to be federally protected unless you know the unions pay postal workers to destroy things you know just saying so um that was a primer because now that there is there are two movements the mine and another one that started to send letters people have already been exposed to that so they welcome it more make sense so now this is a primer, the Reuters article, then Mother Jones came out and they're trying to tell people that, oh, you have to, you know, they have to raise more than this much to go over there and 50% goes here and there. And it's like, well, the Trump campaign is part of the RNC. So why are you trying to make it look like an exit strategy? They were trying to make it look like, oh, Trump lost and he's just trying to recoup money. So they're starting it with that. And then they're going to throw in the fraud in the end, right? Because by then they've demoralized you to that point. This is how it works. These are the way PSYOPs work, and I'm explaining it to you. Telling you how important they are when all they do is steal information from other people and everyone is scared of them. Why? Because they have blackmail. Why? Because they don't want you to see them drunk and maybe having sex with the same sex or with a bunch of people. It has nothing with kitty doodling. I've seen some of it. So, you know, it's just embarrassing moments that nobody wants out there. And that's how he blackmails them. He did the same thing with Carl Rove and he discredited him and it helped Obama. I've said it from the beginning. This guy is an infiltrator, and it's time we all see it, because if we don't start calling him to the carpet, they will get away with everything. So here's the article um, uh, that you see. Uh, it's from um, Reuters, talking about Stop the Steal, how it has very little money. It goes to this, but you can see that his website says Official Election Defense Fund. Why would the president put official? Because people are giving it to the grifter instead. That's why. So the president's official site, official site, okay, is the one that I'm going to show you right now. I had to tell you guys because they, I'm not going to let them pin it on the president. 
I'm not going to let them do that. Here we go. So this is the official site. As you can see, it says official election defense fund, and this is where you put it. And as usual, when people finish with their campaign or they're running for other causes within their campaign, uh, you whatever donations you have, and even when they're running for the campaign, it goes toward the campaign and whatever's left over goes to whatever debt if the campaign has any. So this is the official site. This is the official site. The official site. This is not, you know, Ali Akbar's site. This is the official president site. And I'm putting the link in the, in, the, in the chat box for you guys to see it. The official movements, which one they are that are going to the campaign. Not Stop the Steal U.S. That is a fake site and it is stealing your money. And you are paying them to have fun with your money. So this is the official site. And then this site that I'm going to post now into the chat is the site that the campaign is officially doing. This is the one that was copied by Ali Razak Akbar, who used their information and put out tweets like, I'm so happy to work with these people. And the thing is, no one's going to call them out because everyone's like, there's no time for division. Now is the time to call them out. This is where you call them to the carpet. Now, I filed my FBI crime report if anyone has donated to this person pretending that he's working with these people file it as well because we are not going to let them say that our president was working with a felon and that people were cheated out of money because none of that is going there let me show you where it's going i can show you where it's going because see they paraded around here's where you're going to see it this is where it's going. This is unacceptable, you guys. This should not be happening. You're smarter than that. People are smarter than that. They should read between the lines and understand when things are legitimate. Your president tells you. Your president did not promote this. But they did. This is what you're paying for, for Ollie to get a nice, nice hotel at the Trump Hotel, get paid with his friends. Oops, what happened? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, with his friend uh, Owen from InfoWars, and you've just paid their ticket and their meals, which they're down having really nice meals now on you. That's exactly what you paid for. You didn't pay anything to your president. So I want you guys to be very, I mean, disconnected, right? just saying it's very important that we see it because this is very very important because they are not part of the campaign this was a fraud again here is how it was done it took the very grassroots movement that was created by actual people on stolenelections.us right i just wanted to say i actually donated to this the stolen elections.us that's being run by women for trump i just wanted to say i went through there to help them with their efforts of coordinating all those events that ollie claims he's coordinating i just wanted to make it clear uh right and they took the money they took all the information, like where they're going, what they're doing, hijacked the hashtag, created a website of the hashtag. So, they Which, by the way, the website is hosted by a company that's owned by Ali Alexander, Vice Victory, something like that. Mm. You can go to stopthesteal.us and pay them money, period.
So you need to share this far and wide because all you did was give money away to him, not to any of the grassroots movement. This is the grassroots movement. I'll put the website again into the description box and put it out. This is a legitimate grassroots movement site, not Ali Alexander's. He took all the information from them, their names, their guests, and put it on his site, promoting it as the organizer. And he is not the organizer. No one, the president did not tweet it or anything like that. The president simply has his site, which is under WinRed, Millie Weaver just tweeted it out, so spread the word. This is the only grassroots and the president's official site. So, Ali Alexander's site, and I urge you to check it, right? So, you go to stopthesteal.us, right? Let me, let me put that on. So, you put stopthesteal.us. Did I spell that correctly? Yes, I did. And let me take you to the site so you can see what it looks like, how he hijacked their website, the March for Trump site. He hijacked it so that he can take that money. It is disgusting. Here's his website. This is his website. I'm showing it to you again. This is his website, March for Trump. He hijacked that too because there's a March for Trump site. And he's putting his hashtags, he's putting his RSVPs, he's putting all the guests that the other grassroots has booked, right, in here. And when you click donate, it takes you to his page. All you have to do is click donate. And some person donated and said, hey, is this not going to the Trump campaign? The response was, can't you read? It's a one-time donation to me. So he thought he covered his butt. But when you're advertising on your Twitter, and those of you that are not blocked by him, I urge you to go and get screenshots, how he says that he works with these people. So it's very important. This website busted busted. So please make sure to share. This was a breaking busted edition. God bless everyone. The president has everything under control. And this was a public service announcement busted edition. I think I have to do a lot more of these. Now I should, but it's not the time. Like I said, the time will come when we can do a lot of busted editions. Right now, what we need to do is, uh, get together, unite, and be that weapon. It's like Transformers, right? You know how Transformers get together and they like, you know, get, you know, from a car, they build and then they fly together. Yeah, we're the Transformer. <laughs> we're the ones that are doing it. Um, we are the storm. And, you know, um, there are a lot of Anons in the, uh, Tori says, chat. And one of them has been incredible, found a lot of stuff uh, in regards to how everything is being hosted and put forward. Um, you know, we need to do it. We need to clean up. We're not going to sit down and wait for anything. And Cy just um, put out the real site is StolenElection.us. They just had a hashtag of Stop the Steal. So what he did is he took the hashtag, made a website on his own hosting server. Who's paying for that? Is it Bob Mercer or is it the Lincoln Project? We'll find out and let you know.
So that's the real site. That's the one that the Women for Trump are doing, March for Trump and the Trump Defense Fund, where he put a disclaimer. This is the official one um, that goes to him. So all of us should be very careful because, again, patriots, that's what it meant. You know, the ones that won't tell you the news, but what they want to do is just profit off of it. So that is the most important thing we have to pay attention to, to protect ourselves. Just protect ourselves. In the meantime, we are the storm. And it's time that we let them know that. We need to show them that we are in control because the president is great, but he can't be that great without the biggest weapons. Now, what's going on here? Did Steve Pachenik, who lied and is an asset, call Millie Weaver Mockingbird Media? Hmm. That's quite interesting, Steve. Because I remember how when, you know, Millie was putting out all these insane stories last year, all of you were very curious as to where the sources were coming for these clues. And how you sat there and fed people fake information so that they can go on a rabbit hunt on the other way because you use your title and you flaunt it. <laughs> the people will not forget. So this is where we're at, that he's going to drop Millie Weaver into the Mockingbird Media, the woman that actually put together a report where you don't have to be a rocket scientist, a mathematician, a physicist, or AI, or Alice, to understand exactly how they're stealing it. If you would ask me, that seems like, I don't know, she's a threat. Yeah, because she can package the news for every average person to understand it without having to listen to two hours of Tory says. <laughs> she could do it a lot more concisely. And that's why it's important. It's like, you know, when you see Tucker and you're just like, damn, he's so good at putting things together. Damn, he's so good, right? Don't we say that? I say it. Damn, how does he do it? So good. So good. Well, <sighs> He does it so good because he's got a great team behind him. So um, let me see how I can show you this. Let me, let me pull it up. I need to show you his tweet where he called her Mockingbird Media. You have to see it to believe it. Hold on. There we go. It's right there. Let's. Oh, look. Can you see it now? Now, when we say be careful who you follow. It's very important that you're careful who you follow. Intentions are key. Intentions are key. Can you see the intentions? Why would you bag up Millie Weaver with Fox News and CNN? You threw Bongino in there too. I mean, I'm impartial to that one. But why would you throw her in there when she's the one that has been given everything America needs? To gut the swamp. Aha, let me guess. Do you guys want to guess? That's what you need to know. So for today, that's what you needed to know. That was the news for today. The news for today is that dead people can vote, that um, you know, we had we have the map. We know it's one software. One software. The question is who holds the key? Who holds the key? 
That's the question you should ask yourself. Who holds the key? Because all of these run on one piece of software. Because that's how it works. So you distribute and you make it look like there's a lot. It all goes back to one person. So again, be careful who you follow is quite important these days. Because it can tell you a lot. A lot. And like I said, hate me now. You're going to love me later. And this is very important. He let them use a node to access all of these. Who? The key holder. That's who. So it's quite important for us to be able to recognize the truth. He's telling you what they did. Hmm. This is the official one. And like I said, we can still track you because you can't cover up tracks. Great quote for the day so we can end the show is, be on guard, stand firm in faith, be courageous, be strong, and do everything with love. I can't stress that enough. Maybe I'm not impartial because I'm a Corinthian. That's where I hail from. Maybe I'm not impartial for that. Uh, but I think that is the most important um, position we should all have. That what we do, we should do with love. And, you know, I do get angry. I, I get upset when I see people taking advantage of people. And a lot of people need to understand that when we sit back and allow someone to take advantage of someone, we're no better, we're actually worse than the person doing it. So uh, it, it is something that we should practice, doing things with love. Again, I didn't want to set the world on fire. I didn't. I didn't. And I think I just wanted to start, like I say, a fire in your heart. God bless everyone. I don't Set the world on fire I just want to start A flame in your heart In my heart I have but one desire